Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Good morning, friends. Welcome to the Vitality Health Show. I am your host, Stephanie Parrish, the voice of hope and healing. And thank you for joining us. First, I want to thank our sponsors, The Mindful Lab, for making this show possible. The Mindful Lab can be help transform your life through the practice of mindfulness. So make sure you contact them at www.mindfullab.net. I also want to thank our listeners for your passionate interest in our show. This is our 50th episode, and we're celebrating, so thank you again for your support. As a reminder, if you have any suggestions or comments, please email me at contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. We have a fascinating show for you today. Our guest is none other than Belinda Farrell, whose resume is absolutely amazing. Belinda is the author of the book, Find Your Friggin' Joy. I love that title. We'll talk about that in a minute. This is a groundbreaking presentation of cutting-edge healing modalities rooted in ancient Hawaiian teachings. She's a certified hypnotherapist with certifications in past life regeneration, neuro-linguistic programming or NLP, Hawaiian chanting, and ancient Hawaiian healing. She is a friend of Anthony Robbins and has completed 18 firewalks. I've done a couple of them, but 18 of them. Played a pivotal role in transforming the lives of thousands of people. You're going to love Belinda, and the information she will share with us today is very powerful. So without further ado, please welcome Belinda Farrell to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome, Belinda. We're so happy to have you here with us today. Wow, it's my pleasure. Such an honor. Thank you. <laughs> we have had so much talk fun talking because we have a lot in common and a lot that I just am so admirable of what you do and how you do it and a lot of your history well all of your history that's what makes us right everything that's happened in your past is what brings us to where we are right now and without me taking any very much more time I would love you to share your story as we were talking before we went on air the things that you have been through there's other people out there that need to hear this and they can relate. And I can relate to a lot of the things that you've been through <laughs> and some of them just are kind of mind blowing. So I'm like, uh, your story. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go ahead and turn the time over to you. And she so graciously has offered to take it from the beginning, because I believe oh, there's a lot of people that need to understand where you came from and where you're at now and the many, many thousands of people you've been able to help. So I'm going to turn that over to you. And go ahead and start your story. Well, thank you. The early Middle Ages, that's where I feel it starts. <laughs> well, we are talking regression ago. therapy, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> I, I was born, I don't remember too much of the birth, which I do talk about in my book, though, because right. my mother was reluctant. She met an Irishman, and she had her first sexual experience, and I was the result. So it wow. kind of um, it, it kind of stomped on her journey of skiing and independence. She had to you know take care of a child, 
So my grandparents really raised me, and they were wonderful. And I, was, I grew up with a lot of love. Um, they sent me to Catholic school, and the nuns had a little issue with me. They'd call my mother and say, she's too joyful. She hasn't <laughs> suffered enough. And I oh. didn't understand that because I was always kind of positive, but they were into suffering. And mm. I, I remember um, going to the confessional and saying, you know, bless me, Father, for I have sinned, and watching through the little peak hole the, the, the priest reading the comic pages while he was listening to my confession. And so I thought, well, if he's not taking it seriously, why should I? But that was the groundwork because my whole life is about forgiveness now, but it's how we forgive ourselves. But I had an early introduction to that in the Catholic faith. And I, I grew up and finally went, got expelled from Catholic school in eighth grade because I was walking home with a boy. I was, I was naughty. And it was great, you know, you, you just love being naughty, you love being who you are, and not trying to, you know, not trying to prove you are to somebody else. But when I got expelled, I went to um, regular uh, public school and just thrived, became a song girl, vice president, just loved my life there. And then went on to college, to University of Redlands, then transferred Plunked out almost because I was partying too much at the University of Rome, (laughs) as we all do, you know, until we find our niche. And then I got straight A's the following semester and transferred to Berkeley, where I graduated in 1966, 62, yeah, 1966. And then I was recruited by the CIA to... um, become a covert agent because I could speak Spanish. There's not very many people that can say that they were recruited by the CIA. I know. So that, that part of your book, I was like, what? (laughs) Well, I thought it would just be a chance to, to travel. I didn't look at the danger part of it and I should have, but when I, when they sent me to Washington um, for a week of interrogation, I I realized what I was going to get into and, it was not going to be a, a mix for me. But it got me to Washington, and it got me to say, okay, what else am I going to do? I had an old boyfriend there, and he said, don't go back to Hollywood, because I had been in Hollywood. I was playing Snow White at Disneyland. I was working for ABC. I got recruited to do news broadcasting, because the uh, newscasters had gone on strike, and they needed people to transcribe the news and so I was a field reporter I had no experience whatsoever but you just kind of step up to the plate whatever is presented to you you just got to go with it and figure out somehow you're going to manage somehow you're going to fake it till you make it (laughs) and that's what I did but my clearance came through with the CIA and I had to go and finish that out and when I didn't go with the CIA I decided I'll go up on Capitol Hill and see what I can muster up there. And I ended up interviewing with Senator Charles H. Percy of Illinois. And he was an amazing brand new senator. We took over the office of um, Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Bobby moved upstairs and we moved in. It it took a couple of months for me to get that job. I had interviewed with him. 
And then I accepted another job in the interim because I thought I'm not going to have a chance with all the people auditioning, auditioning, trying out. <laughs> Basically what you're doing, right? That's what I was doing. <laughs> but they, their office did call and say that they wanted me because of my news background. So I ended up working for Charles Percy. And then a couple months later, my husband-to-be walked into the office and he okay. sat down and he wanted to take me out to, you know, coffee or whatever. And I said, I don't date anybody that comes off the street. Anyway, <laughs> he, he was a young medical student and I eventually did go out with him. And he convinced me that we were supposed to be married. And so six months later, we got married. In fact, it was the week after Bobby's uh, funeral, which still wow. makes me choke up because he was such a wonderful, wonderful presence on the Senate floor. And he just was mm. kind. He'd bring his dog to work. Uh, he was just a good man. And it still chokes me up. Talk that about triggering memories, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we left after his funeral and we went to Los Angeles. And I enrolled in Cal State Los Angeles after I graduated from Berkeley to get a teaching credential. Oh, okay. Because my husband at that time, Vietnam was going on. He didn't get the Berry Plan and we were sent to Puerto Rico for three years, mm. so I needed to get that teaching credential so I could do something over there. And I taught school, and that was interesting because I taught wow. for a for a, a private American school for a while, and my blackboard had hornet's nests in it. We had oh. all kinds of centipedes that would walk into the room, scorpions. The kids had to be the great white hunters oh. just to survive. I mean, it was, it was just unbelievable. That was my first year of teaching. Oh, my <laughs> word. And, and we complain about what we have here. <laughs> oh, my God. But I had, I had to survive or else I wouldn't have gotten hired on the Navy base. And after that, oh. I, I got a, it was kind of a cushy, cushier job. I was making more money right. than my husband. And oh. And that was that was fine. It was Puerto Rican cockroaches and all kinds of. <laughs> was cows this bad on the base? <laughs> it was a little bit more contained, but it was it was still. I, I guess when you're young, you can go through everything, anything. Right. And I was just in my twenties, <laughs> so they dump every bad job on me and expect me to do it. And it it was fun though. The kids were You learned a lot. I certainly <laughs> did. I certainly did. So we, we went back to Los Angeles. For some reason, I've always enjoyed acting. I thought I was mm-hmm. going to be do- doing something on the stage on Broadway or something. I ended up modeling, and that was mm-hmm. exciting being a runway model, but I wouldn't eat. Yep. So I got into that... Um, anorexic anorexia yeah a little bit if i ate i would go to the gym and work it off Mm. it was not not a healthy time but i was all right and it was it was fun and exciting to do the shows i got agents and um 
off I went. Mm. <laughs> and then I turned 40, and then for some reason, I knew that my spirit was not being honored. And my husband was abusive, even though he was a surgeon. And I, I had to leave. Mm. I just I had to leave or I would have died a spiritual death. So well, and possibly physical too. I mean, he, there was physical. some damage. Yeah, he was done to you. He was physically abusive and emotionally abusive. Anyway, at forty, I left, and it was such a liberation. I saw an ad in the paper for a fire walk, and I thought, what in the world would that include? <laughs> and it was Tony Robbins, and I, I at that time, I was just game to do anything that was different that would get me out of my rut. I felt right. like I was in a rut pleasing people. Right. And so and so I went on the firewalk and it was so liberating because after I started studying Huna, I started realizing that all we are is earth, air, fire and water. Mm-hmm. We're a combination of these elements. And so the reason we don't burn is because we become that fire element, so we are one with that fire. So after mm. that, I came back and I started really getting into the um, hypnosis of it. He taught us so much about ourselves, and I stayed with him for five years wow. and did 18 firewalks, one for each year that I was married to this doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, but Tony still wouldn't go. So did you clear more things each time you did it? Did you feel like you were were opening and clearing more stuff every time you did it? Well, I cleared a lot of the fear. And then I started asking myself, if, if I can walk on 2,000 degrees of hot coals, then what else can I do that I have never done? Mm-hmm. And what came up for me was that I've always wanted to drive a race car. I don't know. I don't Why know. not? Where did that come from? And Tony teaches you, if you can't, you must. And if you must, you will. So I couldn't say I can't drive a race car because I don't even know how to drive a stick shift. <laughs> <laughs> that had to have been so, such a, a liberating but wondering what? Yes, exactly, uh, <laughs> exactly. And I remember a girlfriend wanted to go with me, but of course she chickened out at the very <laughs> last. So I had to, I had to go with all of my. I had to save the money up for one thing, and I did it for my birthday the following year. I was the only girl in the class, and it was the Grand Prix four-day road racing course with Bob Bondurant at Sears Point, and I found out that I had some talent. <laughs> it was because at the end of the course, they hired me to drive for Buick and Cadillac in New York That because I could, I could just hit my mark. You know, if, if your right wheel needs to be on that leaf, it better be on that leaf the first time you do it. <laughs> and, and my stunt driving career began. They, they created a whole stunt course when I came back came back home and um, I got a partner and we started to get jobs. We joined a racing team in LA and whoosh, I was off on an adventure that I swear was the most wonderful time in my life. 
what a different life from the catwalk or yes. teaching <laughs> or teaching school with the yes. lizards and the and all the, the crazy centipedes. animals and the centipedes. That's, right. That's correct. But I wasn't <laughs> listening to my body, and my body was being thrashed around a lot by these race cars. They're not exactly oh, I can built only for imagine. comfort. They're not built for comfort, and right. so I just. I wanted to get a little deeper. Tony was wonderful, but he didn't want to go deeper into the unconscious. And I needed Mm. to really learn root causes of why things happened. And so I started taking regular hypnosis courses, and the master class was in Hawaii. And that's what sent me to Hawaii. And I I think this is a great story about your fear of water. Oh, no, no. And how you ended up in Hawaii. (laughs) No kidding. And I wouldn't even tell Tony that I was, I was so embarrassed to mention that I was afraid of water because he would do water phobia clearings for people. And there I am helping these people overcome their fear. And I'm terrified myself. (laughs) And yeah, it was just embarrassing. But when I did go to Hawaii, I noticed that we're on an island surrounded by water. And I have to Water, my fear. talk about facing your fears. You don't have a choice, right? To well, that's what, we, that's what we do. We have to face our fears. And while I was doing a higher self therapy connection, I was doing this deep breathing through the nose and ha ah, breath out through the mouth. I did that for about 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden, I see these dolphins and whales coming into my mind, my psyche, and just pouring into me and I'm looking at them all wondering why is that coming in that's never been there before (laughs) never and they're out the water (laughs) that's right and that night I my dreams were filled with dolphins teaching me how to swim I was diving I was I was being a regular dolphin and so when I woke up the next morning it was like I need to be with the dolphins it's like they were my family but I've got to get in the water (laughs) <laughs> How am I going to do that if I get in the water? Yeah. So I did find a friend who was um, kind enough to take me. And poor guy, I latched onto his arm. He still has scars on his arm from where my nails <laughs> dug into his hand. But we went out. We went out through the, and of course, it's probably one of the worst wave days oh. imaginable. And so we have to time the waves and go through it. And I could hear the dolphins and I could hear the whales. And it was like they were calling me. And then this beautiful bottlenose dolphin comes and faces both of us. And he looks at us and I could feel this download of ancient love just pouring into me. And I completely forgot that I was in the water. I was just oh. with my relatives again. Yeah. <laughs> and... And I stayed and kept going out, and I became a swimmer, and then I had um, the thought of bringing bringing other people with me, and I found a facilitator, and we started doing seminars, and I was the person that called the wild dolphins in. Every year, we would go out, and we'd do chanting, and every year, we had dolphins, every year, and we're on their schedule. They're wild, so they, you know, they're not trapped or anything like that, but they come to be with us, and it was amazing. I've done it 
had done it for 25 years. Wow. The pandemic is what stopped yeah. me from going to Hawaii. And I'm sure the dolphins are wondering where you are. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's true. But I talk to them even here. Yeah. You can you can communicate with them. It's a time travel thing. Right. Oh yeah, you got to get in the same the same place that they are and I mean there's just it's beautiful. The universe is all one, right? If we just that's right. learn to communicate. But during that time <clears throat> my my back was really hurting and I was dragging my feet and um I didn't know what was going on with me. Because at the time, I was a, um, an adrenaline junkie, you might say. Mm. So I would rollerblade and bike ride and just do everything and not rest. And mm. I wasn't listening to my, to my body. And then finally, I collapsed with herniated discs and nerve damage. And the doctors said I wouldn't walk again unless I had surgery. Well, guess what? Mm. Everybody had dropped me my my Screen Actors Guild had dropped me because I couldn't work. I couldn't walk the runway. I couldn't do any driving jobs. I couldn't stand. I couldn't sit. I was completely at the mercy of nothing. Wow. <laughs> my son picked me up from the floor and put me to bed. And I thought, okay, now physician heal thyself. So right. I, had to, I had to heal myself. I had been studying the ancient Hawaiian healing for three years. And I had to see if it worked. Physician, heal thyself. Because here you are. You had a choice at that point in time, didn't you? Do I go the medical route or do I go the natural healing route? Because well, you I, couldn't walk. Yeah, right. And I <laughs> had no insurance. No insurance. So I felt, okay, this is my chance to see if this stuff really works. And that's a key I want our listeners to hear that because there's a lot of people that don't have insurance. There's a lot of people that can't afford to go to the medical world and they don't have to. There's other things that can be done. So I think that's beautiful that you're, you're bringing that up. Well, I believed so, so fervently in my higher self. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a higher self. And what I had learned is that we have to clear the past so that the pipeline to the higher self, which is at the top of our head, Right. is free and clear, and then the higher self will change the physical part of us. Mm. So I started bringing up all the past emotions and the darkness that I had from my birth, and I was amazed because when I went inside, I realized there was this little fetus that was just thrown out like a piece of garbage, and I... Will you will you let them know why you feel that way? Because I think that's very very pertinent to your story. Well, I didn't really know anything about it until I saw the fetus be cast away like a piece of garbage. When I came back from having that vision and just sweating, I called my mother and I said, "You've never told me about my birth. You've got to tell me now what what happened because this is what I saw." And she said, your father took me to three abortion clinics to have you aborted. Because they, I mean, they had just met. They were not, you know, she was a little Catholic girl. This was her first sexual experience in life. And um, I I can't blame him, but I never met him. Mm -hmm. But I struggled and I fought to be born because... The first one was a failure, obviously. So they went to a second clinic. Then Mm. the doctors wouldn't do it. And then the third clinic. 
So that's what the fetus was feeling was just this complete rejection of being thrown away. Right. But in in wow. the dream, what an awakening! <laughs> in the dream, she was darting out, darting from all of these asteroids and comets, and just traveling like a, thousands of miles a minute. And she didn't know what was going to happen at the end. But these hands reached down; these beautiful hands reached down and lifted the fetus up and placed her safely in the arms of this divine being that was standing at the top of this precipice looked very much like Juana Pichu. And I climbed mm. Juana Pichu in Peru. Mm. And she was standing there at the top and I was looking down at all the chaos and all the muddle, muddle. But I was safe. I felt loved. I felt totally relaxed and healed. And for the first time, I think, I realized that maybe I'm not so loved by my earth earth parents, but I have these other parents that love me regardless of what I am or who I am, mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to be born. And so I came in, I came in, and um, I just felt this release and that I didn't have to try anymore to be worthy to feel loved. Wow. And this was, you were what, 40, 40 something at this point in time? Yeah, probably 47. Probably I was 47 years old. That's a long but time I, to go with carrying that and not even realize you're carrying it. That's right. And also saying to yourself that I'm, you know, I'm not supported. Mm-hmm. Somehow I was telling myself I was not supported. So when you're saying that to the computer, which is inside of you, the unconscious mind, your back is the support system, and you're telling mm-hmm. it, I can't be supported. Well, then it will do exactly what you tell it to do, not support you and not collapse. You. So I had to reframe everything and say, thank you for regenerating. Thank you for, thank you for holding me up. Thank you for caring for me. My whole conscious mind changed, and ergo, I got a strong back. When I woke up a couple days later, my back was completely healed. The scoliosis that I had been born with was gone. I went back to my doctors and they had said they had never seen such an aligned spine before, especially from me. Yeah. (laughs) I was a mess. And all the damage you did to it through everything else that you had done. That's right. So that's a perfect place to take our break. So we're going to, we're going to take a moment just now, just my, my soul is so full right now. I just feel like I'm going to just burst out crying right now. So I'm going to take, we're going to take a little break (laughs) and we'll be back in just about two minutes. So we can process all this that we've been hearing from this amazing Belinda. We love her. Just take a deep breath as she says in through the nose and out through the mouth. And we're going to be back in just a couple minutes and we're going to hear the rest of the story and how she, her body healed itself and how she is helping thousands of other people do the same thing naturally with her amazing spirit. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. Don't leave. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Many of us are finding ourselves distracted by what's going on in the world around us today. We find ourselves discontent with our circumstances, with what we have and how we feel about ourselves. And we find ourselves disconnected from those that matter most to us. If this sounds all too familiar, check out MindfulLab.net and see how the practice of mindfulness can change your life today. Powerful programs are available to help you find clarity, connection, and peace at MindfulLab.net. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. Welcome back, friends. We are so happy to have you here. We are so grateful to have been doing 50 shows now and just the amazing, amazing guests we've had on. And we are visiting with just this amazing woman. Her name is Belinda Farrell. Her story has just been touched my heart and we have so much in common and there's so much else that she has done that I'm like, whoa, but we're talking about her life um, as a child when she was her father, birth father tried to get her aborted. She has gone through just many, many, many things. And we have a lot of different things in common. She's been uh, with the Screen Actors Guild. She's been an actress, a news anchor. She's been a model. She's been a NASCAR race car driver. Seriously, she's worked for the CIA. It just goes on and on and on. And we're just to the point realizing how much of her world was taken into her body and it caused severe injury to her back. And we were just talking about your back is your foundation is what holds you up. And her realizing going to Hawaii and training and she trained with Tony Robbins and she has this incredible relationship with dolphins. Now this is a woman mm-hmm. that was terrified of water mm-hmm. and she was flew over to Hawaii surrounded by water. <laughs> I just think that's such a great story to become basically one with the dolphins and swimming with them and teaching them. And she has spent most of her latter years helping people through their, their trials and tribulations and understanding what's happening with their body. And I don't want to talk anymore because I want to hear more of your story. So that's where we're picking it up right now where she had this incredible back injury and was trying to figure out why and what to do with it. So let's just kind of back that up a little bit and explain what happened with your back. Why, why was that so prevalent in your world? Go ahead. 
Well, I was in such pain, and I had some good friends, one good friend who was a doctor, a medical doctor. I begged him to give me some pain relief, coding, anything. He wouldn't do it. Uh He would not do it because you're supposed to see the patient, and I understand that, but I was in desperation. And so I found um, someone finally, that an osteopath, that could write a prescription because you need to be out of pain so that you can work on your healing. I was too distracted by the pain. But she she gave me the codeine, and I started to think, okay, I've got to really bring up some memories that I've not ever had any any relationship with. And I started doing that. And the way you bring up memories is you breathe. You breathe Mm -hmm. for about 10 minutes, 15 minutes on my CD enchantment. There is a part there where you hear the breathing and you can be your own self-healer if you're willing to take that journey inside. Mm. Most people are just not willing to do that. It's distracted. It's hard. <laughs> it's very hard. But when afraid of what in, they'll find, too. <laughs> but when you're in bed and you can't walk, what choice do you have? Right. So that, that was my journey. So I just kept breathing until that one memory came up of the little fetus being tossed into the abyss like a piece of garbage. Mm. And I couldn't understand that that's me. And I don't understand why she is just being tossed out. And then I realized that that's, um, that was the abortion of not feeling loved or wanted. Mm. So then I spent my, most of my life trying to feel that I could earn somebody's love so Mm. many people don't feel worthy that they're loved or lovable enough and so that was my issue at the root cause i had to find out that i was worthy so that i could relax and just love and be loved by other people and that that is so huge bringing up that memory was amazing and I had to do that healing with myself because I had no more insurance. The insurance had been dropped because I no, could no longer perform. Mm-hmm. Perform. Perform, right. <laughs> That's right. But it turned out to be the most amazing experience because once I decided that I, that I could um, be loved, I started to see myself climbing trees Mm -hmm. everywhere I went I was just looking at myself just being like a little monkey climbing all these trees and that's what I gave my unconscious mind I gave my unconscious mind this feeling of freedom to climb a tree and it just got so excited wow we can climb trees so it sent that message up the pipeline to my higher self Mm-hmm. So that she can climb trees, you got to give her the body to, you know, that equates climbing trees, and so that's what happened. And the higher self brings it down into my physical body, and I healed. I healed. It was like a miracle. I thought if I can heal myself like this, I can deal with anything, and so that's what happened. Tell me about that moment when you realized that your body was healed, when you realized you actually, your back healed itself from scoliosis and right. and just injuries. And I mean, you're a NASCAR driver. Hello. Not, <laughs> injuries. not exactly NASCAR, but I, I raced in um, 
SCCA autocross. So <laughs> I, with, my, with my Corvette. <laughs> with I mean, your Corvette. I, yeah. But I, I, it was just such a wonderful time. But I, I realized I was healed when I could just sit up in bed. And then all of a sudden I could get out of bed. I could stand again, whereas I couldn't do that before. And I could mm. bend over and I could raise my arms. It was like I had a whole new back. And I, you know, I went to the doctor to get an x-ray and they said, your spine is completely healed. I mean, it was wow. just... Thank you, God. Thank you, higher self. It was just like, it seemed like overnight, but I was in bed for about a month. Mm. And then the actual really doing the healing was about four or five days. Wow. That is just, that it's, my mind is just going crazy right now because that is just so amazing you and I both know a lot of people that have suffered from a lot and to be able to release that and find your higher self and know the natural things that God created for us to be able to repair our bodies he's he's the physician yeah right if we if you get out of the way you get your mind out out of the the way way. (laughs) from all of the negative thought forms that you have in the past the body knows how to heal itself right the body yes. is, is, it's like a computer and the unconscious mind that runs the body listens to everything your conscious mind says. So when you're telling it, thank you for regenerating, it's going, regenerating, regenerating, <laughs> thank you, regenerating. It yeah. does exactly what it's told. Yeah, that's so beautiful. So I want to talk a little bit for just a second about our external worlds and how that affects us. One, with your son, because that affected your body very, very, uh, it affects everything, right? And I know for me, too, being, being in the natural healing world and seeing, seeing people going, oh, just, just listen to your body. Let, let your body repair itself. And it's frustrating People don't accept it, but that's why this show, that's what the show is about. The show is all about hope and healing. So people have that opportunity to heal if they choose to. That's right. right? It's amazing. My son saw me heal. He saw me collapse on the floor. He picked me up. He put me in bed. He knew that I did all this healing work and he had back problems from a ski accident when he was 12 years old. And then also he had... He didn't have the body of a football player, but he wanted to play football. Mm. So he went out for Pop Warner football, and the coach stepped on his back and was trying to toughen him up. And it got worse and worse. So by the time he was in his 20s, he, he was convinced he had to have surgery. And the surgeries just didn't work. It left him in more pain. But he wouldn't go in. He, he would never do the internal healing that it takes to really do the deeper healing. Mm-hmm. And then he took his life with pain meds, which mm. was uh, about 13 years ago. Mm. And that, that affects all of those around us. And so you were in such mm-hmm. a good place for, for yourself, but that just affects people. And I want our listeners to know that there are ways to heal through that too. And there are options to heal through that. 
and you the depression and the anxiety and all the things happening in the world and things that happen in our outside world. So I want you to talk for just a minute, Melinda, about, and you said a little bit about this in your book, and I want to, before I forget, I want to have you tell how they can get your book because mm-hmm. it is such a good book. We were talking in the break. It's called Find Your Friggin' Joy. And the bottom is Discover Missing Links from Ancient Hawaiian Techn- uh, techniques to clean the plaque of your soul and reach your higher self. That is, and the chapter you've got in there about cleaning the plaque. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It's just so simple read, but everybody can relate to it. Right. And everybody can do it. If you're a self-starter and then you, you want to do your own healing, you can't be a sissy and read this book. I love yeah. that part. You can't be a sissy. If you're a sissy, put it down. Don't, don't read it. <laughs> Well, that's right. You've got to take it, you know, take charge. And, you know, the doctors are not going to give you the full, the full answer. They only see disease once it's become disease, you've got to clean the root cause, which created that disease. Right. And so you have to take responsibility for everything in your life. That's really the Huna way. You have to be at cause and not at effect. I love that. So tell us how to get hold of you and how to get hold of your book. So what's, what's, so all of our listeners, make sure you have your pen and paper ready because mm-hmm. we'll have her tell it now and then we'll have her tell it again just before we close. So put your, give us your contact information if somebody would like to get hold of you or get hold of your book. My, my website is hunahealing, H-U-N-A healing.com. And it has so easy. My, yeah. <laughs> telephone number. It has my website. Well, has the website, has the email address. And the book is available at um, Amazon and Barnes and Noble and on my website. And there are three CDs that are also available. So if a person wants to really get into the cord cutting and do the self-forgiveness, there's a CD or an MP3 called Chant and Forgiveness that has now been accepted into the permanent library at TuneCore. So uh-huh. that has been out for 25 years, and it's helped people all over the world do the cord cutting and forgive themselves. And it's a very powerful um, chant that the, the unconscious mind hears those ancient Hawaiian tonal patterns, and the dark stuff leaves the body. Mm. And that's something we can't do in English because English is too young a language. Mm. So the Hawaiian language really does sock it to you. <laughs> and if anybody is out there that's been to Hawaii, I finally, my, my dear sweet husband two and a half years ago, when we got married, he took me to Hawaii on our, on our honeymoon. Oh, and the feeling there is just remarkable. What uh, island it's were you unexpl- on? We were on Oahu. And mm. I know I want to go back and go to all of them, but just the, the second you step off, that plane or however you get there, just the feeling is so there's so much history there Mm -hmm. and the spiritual feeling is so incredible. But what I wanted to ask you, and I love the the comment that you just made about forgiving yourself because there's a lot of people out there that hold judgment and they hold judgment against other people and other people judge you, judge me, judge, judge everybody. And they can, that's, their, that's their situation, right? It's up to right. us to forgive ourselves and everybody else 
Uh, that's your deal. You know, if, right. if you've forgiven yourself, you can move forward and you can have an incredible life. That's right. right. I love somebody said, once said, um, whatever you think of me is none of my business. I love that. <laughs> I, I love that comment. One of the other ones that I had heard is, thank you for your opinion. I have my own. Uh-huh. You can keep yours. <laughs> you know, and, and it's so true. And it's so hard to not judge yourself by other people's judgment. Right? It's, it's really true. seriously between you and your higher power and God. That's, That's what matters. That's true. So, You've got to have a hard external armor to take exactly. on what other people say to you. Exactly. But, you know, that's it, okay. I mean, and it's more today because of social media and all the different ways that people can jab at you. But you've got to know who you are. You've got to know yourself. Know thyself. Know thyself. There you know go. Know thyself. So for all of our <laughs> listeners out there, if you're not to that point yet, Belinda is amazing. She loves to work with people. She loves to help people. Like I said, I, we were talking in the break about how I've read this book cover to cover. I've got, I've got marks in it. I've got dog ears. I've got yellowed mm-hmm. things. I've got, I've got all sorts of stuff. But I read it as preparation for this show. And I'm going to go back and read it as preparation for helping my soul. I feel like I'm in a good place, but boy, reading through this, I'm like, whoo, I've got some really awesome things I can learn from this. Oh my God, you're a beautiful person. What you're doing in the world is just, it's just fabulous. How else would I be here if I hadn't been connected to you? Absolutely. I feel everything happens for a reason. There's, there's, no coincidences everything happens for a reason and i know when you and i've talked before is the the spirit that you bring is so beautiful and and those are listen you can just hear her calm and her mannerisms and her i mean this is this is this was a crazy woman that would do anything and everything (laughs) adrenaline junkie right and and where you're at now is just so beautiful and how you got here and just your story. So I would like you to just kind of take us, we have a few minutes left, take us through a healing process. If somebody was to come to you, what would that look like? Well, over the phone, I would ask their angels, their guides, my angels and guides to allow us to know what the root cause is so that they could get deeper healing I would take them through the forgiveness process, have them put down below them, very, very tiny, their mother, their father, their ancestors, their exes. That's what takes you through on the CD chant and forgiveness. So I would take them through the process of forgiveness with themselves. I would do some chanting on the phone to eliminate some of the dark stuff that latches on and it would leave them. They would feel lighter. That's how you can tell. I, I always like to find out from a person, how will you know when you're healed? Mm-hmm. How would you feel? And most of that would say that they would feel lighter because you wouldn't have the burden of all of those cords wrapped around you and your organs. It would just be like lift off. Mm. And then I would teach them how to do that daily by saying the words, I'm sorry, I love you, I forgive you, thank you, 
That's all you have to say. That can be your mantra because you're saying nasty things to yourself all the time. Mm -hmm. I used to have people come to me. I said, give me a sheet of what you're saying to yourself. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't read that to a grasshopper. <laughs> it was <laughs> true. It, it, they're just terrible things. So why not consciously say, I'm sorry. I love you. I forgive you. Thank you. That's the Ho'oponopono way oh, of that. erasing. And so you just feel better and then start doing it daily. I do cut cord cutting every day of my life. I take a bath at night. That's my ritual. I cord cut from the day I put the image of myself down below. I forgive myself for just investing in that perception of myself because that's what it is you can't change the past you can only change the way you're looking at the past thank so you, you for saying that <laughs> so that's what you're changing is the way you're looking at the past your judgments and you're just saying i'm sorry i love you i love me i forgive you thank you and spin the cutting instrument around and then watch the people float away you get to start back at present time, and whatever that is, you get to resolve it with that person at a higher level. And they don't even necessarily have to be there. No. It's, this is, I, I love that you, that you share that with people because we don't do enough communicating to our own spirit. We let other people do that for us. It's like, no, 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 no. No, no, we no, need no. to, <laughs> only we can control that, right? So it's up to That's us right. to find that, listen to our higher power and to talk to ourselves. I, I love that. I, 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 like you, have been accused of being too happy <laughs> <laughs> at times. And, and I, I've actually been told I must not have, have repented or fixed something because I shouldn't be this happy. Oh, no. And I'm like, why do you think I am happy? I don't, I don't carry the burdens of all that. I don't need That's to right. take that. What happened in the past is in the past. That's over, gone, done. So I choose to be happy and I choose to be full of love and I choose yeah. to share this. Isn't and I've wonderful? been very blessed to be able to share this and talk to incredible people like you to let our listeners know you don't have to carry those burdens. Absolutely. Get rid yeah. of them. And when you have liftoff, it's just like you're right in the present time. You're like a little child again. Yeah. From zero to seven, a pure unconscious mind who oh, just, just, just wants to play and have fun. Yeah. I, I think that's so fun because I, I've seen many times, like you said, you saw yourself climbing in trees and, yes. and the beauty of that, you know, and I've seen myself walking on the beach. I've seen myself, one of my favorite as a child was going up to our cabin and sitting in front of the creek and watching the water flow, um, water, right? And so when I'm really having a, a stressful day, I mean, I can create that or I can uncreate that. Right. I try to take myself to that beautiful place and just yeah. feel that peace that's there. And like you said, meditate, um, hum, whatever we need to do. I sing a lot, so I'm always singing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so usually if somebody's around, they'll hear me singing, um, which is awesome because my, my dear sweet husband now that I've been married to for two and a half years, he sings a lot too. And we oh, usually often find ourselves singing the same songs. 
it's it's pretty That's funny. Great. We can't remember most of the words, but but we at least attempt, and then we laugh a That's lot. That's great. And I just got married two months ago. And I wanted to tell you that congratulations. <laughs> I just I'm, I love seeing that on your website, and it's <laughs> so cool. It's just so exciting because I. I've been single for like 35 to 40 years. And then I found somebody who's just amazing, just somebody I wouldn't want to spend the rest of my life with. And he's just fabulous. And he puts up with all my quirkiness. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my husband too. I'm like, okay, you do know who you're marrying, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this is what I do. <laughs> this is what I do. And he's just, he's really right up for the game. And it's, it's great. We play tennis. We do pickleball. We do ping pong. Oh, that's just so great. Love to play. And somebody mm-hmm. to just love to be with, right? Yes. It's, it's just, it's so refreshing to be with somebody of like mind and somebody that just loves life. Yeah. You know, no, it's like, oh, that's just beautiful. Thank you. And that's, you know, you needed to go through all the things that you went through. And this is what my husband and I talk about all the time. We had to go through the journey that we went through to be able to heal from that, right. to find each other and to be in the position we're in right now. That's how you develop your courage. Exactly. Oh, we're we're strong, man. <laughs> you you and I have been through a lot. We're strong, <laughs> as our, right. I'm sure our husband our husbands have too. I know mine has, and I'm sure yours has too. But what mm-hmm. an absolute blessing for us to communicate like this and to get it and understand it. And you know, sometimes it, I remember in high school, my friend and I would sit in the mall, and our whole goal was to sit there and see how many people would get to smile back at us. Oh, so great. we'd just sit there and smile in the mall and make him see how many, we'd take tallies. <laughs> it's just kind of a funny memory that just came back to me. Well, it's interesting when you cut cords, because, you know, I had lost all my money in a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. And I had to sell everything that I had, you know, jewelry, furniture, everything. And then seven months later, it comes back to me in another way. Oh. From a place where I didn't even realize that, it could be possible to to get something like that back. Yeah. So you can never lose faith when you right. keep cutting cords. You never lose faith. It's just things, and if they're meant to come back to you, they will. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we don't know God's timing. God's timing, it's we just faith, put our faith in there, and, and right. everything happens for a reason. I've, I'm a firm believer in that. So we are out of time. Man, we could go for hours, oh, couldn't we? I know. <laughs> but it's I want to thank you so much for being on here, Belinda, with us. And, and again, let's say it's Huna, H-U-N-A, HunaHealing.com. Yes. Go on there. You can get all of her information. You can reach out to her. Do not forget her book. Go get her book. It is so much fun. Find your friggin' joy. That is so perfect. So <laughs> we are done. Love you. Thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate that. If anybody has any questions for me, reach out to me at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Actually, contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Have a beautiful day. Be safe, be happy, and healthy. Mahalo. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vitality Health Show. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parrish and leading health and wellness experts. 
That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show. 